Joshua Cash, and this is Wrong Opinion. Uh, that was a song by, I don't really remember, but it's called Niggas Can Be Gay Too. And that's true. If you look at the statistics, the majority of the black community, it's a community, is gay. I mean, like, compared to uh, white people and all that. And that has to do with fatherless homes and many other things. It's very interesting. Maybe I'll talk about that and this song on an, on the episode on Saturday that I do on censored.tv the live show. So maybe I'll talk about that and use that song as well as the opening there. I can do that, right? I'm allowed. It's a different audience. I think I can do it. I'm going to do it. I might do it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh but that's not what this episode's about. This episode's not about niggas can be gay too. It's a very big no-no in the black world as well. They they have to really keep it on the down low. I think that's where keeping it on the down low comes from. Uh, them all being gay, right? I mean, I'm not I'm not a sociologist or anything, but I think that's I think that's where it comes from. But this episode, what I do want to talk about is Star Wars losers, the losers who like Star Wars, and rather than than searching the web for all the all of the examples of the collectors and all that, which I actually want to do an episode interviewing a Funko Pop collector, like a really big famous one, if there is such a thing. So if you know of any or you want to help me look for one and find their contact, that would be awesome as well. Uh, but I'm not going to do that with the Star Wars thing. What I do want to do is, is it's like a, a sequel to last week's Disney episode because it's the same couple. They went back to Disney for May 4th, the Star Wars holiday, and and uh, and yeah, so they went back four days or five days after they went back there after not going for a year, even though they were there four days before, but the, the official reopening, they went back, and they make a video every time they go to Disney, and they have a giant Patreon audience, so I actually like that this is almost a sequel to that episode, and there's a lot going on in the world right now that I don't really care to talk about. Like Elon Musk was on SNL and I watched it and there's not anything on there worth even talking about. It was so bad. It was just really bad. Not to the fault of Elon Musk, 
he gave it his all, and he's not even a an actor or a a comedian or what's the one where they do uh uh improv. He's not even that, and he he did as good as the people who that's their whole life. SNL is irrelevant and it's garbage, and it's only relevant whenever they make a certain skit making fun of uh, a certain group of people, and then people like me will point to it and be like, "This is fucking gay and retarded and not funny." And that's when it's when that's when it's relevant. Other than that, it's not really relevant. And and uh, or when they they have people as big as Elon Musk on, and there was controversy having him on. And the controversy, I dug into it. I, I looked into it. Again, not really worth talking about on here. Uh, like Vox wrote a whole article that it took a couple people to write about why it's problematic to have Elon Musk host. And, and their examples were he's a jerk and he's rich. It wasn't really anything. Like I get if they wanted to have Trump again as a host and then people are, people would be like, oh, that's prob- problematic. I wouldn't agree with it. I would think that it's a dumb take. But... I would understand the outrage considering the the outrage that ha- that comes with anything Trump does. So Elon Musk was on SNL, boring, not funny, not worth talking about. I'm not going to pull up any skits. And uh war in Israel. So under under Trump's presidency, the Middle East was a little bit more peaceful because, you know, he did do a good job there. And uh the media will refuse to talk about that, obviously. And a hundred days after he's gone, there's now full-on war in Israel. And do I really care? I mean, that kind of looks cool. That's the Iron Dome in Israel. It's 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 um their missile defense system. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty cool to look at. But war in Israel. It would be weird if there wasn't war in Israel. Which the past four years, it was weird that there was no war in Israel. But this is like, I'm not surprised. And you know what my take on this is? Is Israel is our ally, and they are they are our ally because every country in the Middle East hates us and they like us. And there's a lot of people in the America First movement who are who who think uh, no, they're not really our ally and blah blah blah. And that's a debate to be had. That's definitely a debate to be had. Where I agree with them is we shouldn't be sending foreign aid to Israel. We shouldn't be sending foreign aid to anyone. Literally. Every country on earth gets foreign aid from us, and we should stop sending them money, especially to the countries that hate us. But really, no country deserves foreign aid. The only type of foreign aid a country deserves is through charity, charity, basically charity. If groups in the United States want to give money to Haiti after they have an earthquake, that's totally fine. But is it really the U.S. government's job to send money to Haiti? Or is it the U.S. government's job to send billions of dollars to despotic leaders in Africa? We really what what it really is, is we're paying them off to take all their resources and they get they become billionaires. And then the, the citizens of whatever African country are fucked. And that's basically what it is. Foreign aid on paper sounds very nice, especially to liberals. It sounds very, very nice, but it's 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 money laundering. It's bribery. That's what it is. So I'm not going to really talk about the war in Israel uh, especially considering the problems we have at home. Uh, we, we have BLM riots all the time, and Antifa is up to no good all the time, and uh, for, our election was interfered with. All these things, right, that are happening here don't warrant our attention over there. Like, we shouldn't be paying attention to that. It really doesn't matter. And that's kind of my take on it. I'm not going to really talk about the war in Israel. 
And like I said, it would be weird if there wasn't a war in Israel. So carry on. Do what you've been doing for forever. And uh, we'll just be here talking about idiots who like Star Wars. But before that, though, there was um, there was a hacking on a pipeline. And uh, the New York Times says it's not really a thing. Don't worry about it. So they wrote, Colonial Pipeline, a vital U.S. fuel artery that was shut down by a cyber attack, said it hoped to restore most operations by the end of the week. Since the shutdown, there have been no long lines or major price hikes for gas. Here's what to know. So that's pure propaganda. Obviously, there are gas hikes, price hikes, and there are long lines. It's not happening all over the country. In California, it's not happening, but the prices are shooting up. It's $5 a gallon right across the street from me. And that's if you're getting the cheapest. So it's even more than $5 a gallon. And uh, there are lines. So this is... The gas station on Selenese around 9.30 at night. They are out of gas. Everybody sitting here is not getting gas. Everything except diesel is out. What they just told me. So that guy's clearly lying because the New York Times says there is no shortages and there is no long lines or anything like that. So that guy faked that video and he should be sent to jail because, you know, my opinion is, is if you put out fake news consistently, fake news, you should be fined and maybe put in jail. Uh, so that wouldn't apply to people like CNN or MSNBC or any of these outlets, New York Times. None of these outlets put out fake news. All they do is they tell the truth. There is no angle to it. They're objective news tellers, and that's how it is. No, but in reality, they should all be fined and sent to prison. For every lie that's exposed, they should have to pay, I don't know, $100 million, right? That that might work, and then maybe they'll stop. Um, You know, for years, they were pushing Russia collusion, so I think it's only fair. They had their shot. They blew it. So the New York Times is lying. But, you know, again, do I care about the Israel thing? I, I mean, they're defending themselves pretty well. I, I, my attention is not on the whole Israel conflict right now. I'm, I'm not even surprised that that's even happening. Trump's not in office. Clearly, that was going to happen. And, uh, and, and I'm more concerned about what's happening at home. So while our pipelines are being hacked, the, the country itself is a joke. There is no security in this country. China is clearly embedded in, in everything. They are influencing everything. And if you're a hacker, it's a free-for-all right now. You could do whatever the fuck you want right now because the CIA has gone completely woke. I spoke about this, but really, it's nonstop. The, the, they, they're exposing themselves to be totally incompetent, the CIA. It's not like this is a Project Veritas video and they went undercover to expose how incompetent and how childish the CIA has become. The CIA is putting out these videos on their YouTube, and it's playtime at the CIA, at the woke CIA. This is like this is a video they put out, and this is why cyber attacks are happening because our intelligence community is done. It doesn't exist, and it's this basically. As an agency librarian, I work to ensure that our collection and services are matched up with what CIA needs. Not only am I involved in the acquisitions of journals, books, and countless electronic resources, I'm also encouraged to curate special collections that challenge expectation. Recently, I brought in our intelligence gaming collection to give- An intelligence gaming collection in the library. And obviously they're doing an expose 
on this guy because he's gay. He's a fag. He's gay. <laughs> so they have to show, you know, their BIPOC people, their tranny people, their their black people, and then their gay people. And, and, and not only that, but expose like China is watching this and they're like, I can't believe this is real. I can't believe they're putting this out. So it's literal games. This is childish games for our intelligence community, the people in the CIA. This is pure idiocracy. Officers unique opportunities to practice skills they need in their various roles. Instead of sitting for hours in front of a computer-based training, they can play a carefully selected game to train a specific set of skills while simultaneously building on the myriad soft skills essential to intelligence work. My favorite thing about CIA... You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when I was a child and I wanted a Game Boy and I it's not like I tricked my parents, but the way I was able to get the Game Boy is, is I, I, I said, no, it comes with educational games and it's good for memory and all that. There was actually one game that was all about memory and all that. That was pretty good. But do you think that was the game I played the most? No, I played Mario Kart. So it's not like it's not like that Game Boy really did anything for the delve up, d development of my brain or anything like that. Um, and that's what that this kind of feels like. This guy is justifying his job and being like, no, these games, I, I've carefully curated these games for the the agents who, you know, in their downtime can play games and work on their brain skills and all that. Uh, it's, it's complete, complete bullshit. I doubt this existed in the 1950s CIA. I, I guarantee you in the 1950s CIA, when it was just white men who were darn good at their job, whether, whether their job is, is good for the country or not, that's another debate. But they're smart people. They uh, are very serious. They, they gave Castro exploding cigars and all that. That was, the good, that was the good old days. Now they get to sit around and probably talk about their feelings and play games. And it's, um, it's a shame what our country has become. The gays have taken over. <laughs> is that they encourage the out-of-the-box ideas that drive real progress. Growing up gay in a small southern town, I was lucky to have a wonderful and accepting family. Wait, he's gay? What gave it away? I mean, did did they did they even really need to say that? 48 seconds in, like, we knew you were gay. It was a given. I always struggled with the idea that I might not be able to discuss my personal life at work. Imagine my surprise when I was taking my oath at CIA and I noticed a rainbow on then-director Brennan's lanyard, which I later learned was- Director Brennan, by the way, is a communist. And that's not me saying that because I don't like him. He literally was, and when you were, you are, a registered communist running the CIA. It, it's, again, unfathomable to the people in the 1950s. It's, it's almost like Joseph McCarthy was right when he uh, was on, in, in, having a crusade, tracking down the commies and exposing them. But they really won. They won. And it's over designed by Engel, one of the many employee resource groups here at the agency. I remember being stunned. Since then, however, I've learned that far beyond the resource groups, inclusion is a core value here. Officers from the top down work hard to ensure that every single person, whatever their gender, gender identity, race, disability, or sexual orientation can bring their entire self to work every day. Cool, really cool. That's amazing. Thank you. You know, I uh, the average person thinks that the CIA is there to protect us and protect the homeland, but really, what it is there, it's supposed, it's just a daycare for gay people, gay people and disabled people. Like, I like how disabled people get lumped into 
into the the gay and transgender and all that. If I was if I was disabled, I'll be like, yo, guys, leave me out of this. I'm not part of you. And uh, I'd be embarrassed. So that's kind of where we're at. And again, it really ties into these Disney people, the Disney people I spoke about last week or the Star Wars people I'm going to talk about now, which are actually the same people as last week. I've become obsessed with these people. I've been watching their YouTube videos. I watched their YouTube video of their trip to Hawaii. Now, when you think about a trip to Hawaii, it's hiking and mountain biking and surfing and 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 going on these nature trails and whatever. And theirs was going to the Dole Plantation thing and 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 buying going to the gift shop. That that was their vacation. That's what they did. So these people who are called ordinary adventures are it's worse than ordinary. It's 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 um what's it called? It's it's like the Motel Six version of traveling. It's it's terrible. I, I can't think of a, a, a good word to really describe it. I guess you just have to watch it. And that's kind of what I want to focus on this. We live in like this infantilized era where these people outnumber us. And that's why the CIA can go woke. That's why our intelligence agencies are incompetent and they can whoever is hacking our pipeline can hack it. And then there's gas shortages, shortages and the Biden administration is doing nothing. They're not doing they're not doing anything about it. And then the people on my side are all focused on the war in Israel. Like, again, I I don't know why there's other stuff happening. Our country is burning to the ground. It's kind of non-existent anymore. And I do have to talk about the Star Wars people and fixate on them. Because it's a sequel to last week's episode. And by the way, I think I'm going to make this episode free. I rarely do that. I think the last free one was last month. I gave one away for free. So I'm going to just upload this whole thing onto Instagram TV. And I'm not going to upload it to YouTube because I'm one strike away from being banned. I'd rather just ignore YouTube. And it will be free on the Patreon as well. So I think I'm going to upload this one for free. Especially since it's again one really one topic. It's the Star Wars people, and I'll, I'm going to open the Star Wars segment with with this. Happy Star Wars Day, everyone! Today is also my birthday, and because it's my birthday, I get to introduce you to my girlfriend. Happy Star Wars Day, everyone! Today is also my birthday, and Star Wars Day, everyone! Today is also my birthday. Wars Day, everyone. Today is also my birthday, and because it's my birthday, everyone. Today is also my birthday, and because it's my birthday, today is also my birthday, and because it's my birthday, I get to introduce you to my girlfriend. Hey, Marcus, you don't want to do this. Let her go. Breaking news: A man is currently holding his girlfriend hostage. Police are outside of his home, waiting negotiation term. Breaking news: A man is currently holding his girlfriend hostage. Police are outside of his home, waiting negotiation terms. So if you're just listening to that, sorry, you just had a minute of you don't even know what was going on. But like I said, this is a free episode. You could go watch this podcast. It's one of those TikToks that's stitched together, a million videos stitched together, and then it makes a funny thing. And uh, and I think it's very, it's very, uh, what's it called? Topical. It's, 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 it's on topic with, with what I want to talk about because this is what I really want to focus on. This is one of the dudes or this is half the, the the duo of that Ordinary Adventures people who they just go to Disney every week. And this, I knew that they got the vaccine. I knew that these people 
are the type of people that would get the vaccine. And the it's him taking a picture with a mask on by himself in a car. Or I guess his girlfriend is there as well. But, like, you guys live together. You're just taking a picture with in the car with your mask on because you're LARPing. You're just showing people how good you are. And he's taking a picture with his vaccine card, proof that he got the vaccine. So, you know what? Maybe he's going to be dead in a week. And uh, this is just a, a tribute to him, a memorial to him. And he, his caption is, I'm deathly afraid of needles. If I can do it, so can you. Imagine being, he's in his 40s. I'm assuming he's in his 40s. I'd be shocked if he was my age. He looks so terrible. And he's so fat. And his hair's thinning like crazy. And he has white a white beard. But you're deathly afraid of needles? That's not something you admit as a man. That's not something you admit online. You can keep that to yourself. But again, if you're if you're that old and you're deathly afraid of needles, then there's something severely wrong with you. Then you really are stuck in a perpetual state of adolescence. Not that I, not that we need any other proof, but um, it's funny how all the selfies with the vaccine card are are kind of all the same. It's like these people they're all wearing their mask, they're in their car, they did it, they couldn't even get wait to get home. You know, they 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 got into their car, they were so excited, and then they got their they they had to take their picture because their lives are empty and, and pointless and they have dead eyes. Their eyes are never happy. There's nothing behind those eyes. And, uh, and then there's a picture, another one, another Vax pic. This is with his, his wife or girlfriend or whatever. And we did it. We got it. Look at cover their mouth. Well, she's wearing sunglasses, cover his mouth and his eyes look sad. These people are children and I do got to talk about them. Because they went shopping. That's what their 46-minute video, their Star Wars video at Disney was. They went shopping. And that's all they do. I guarantee you they spend most of their Patreon money and they get a ton of pay. They had, they, I'm a, I think I, I was able to kind of do their math. And they probably get around ten dollars to $15,000 a month on Patreon. And, I, and they spend it on nonsense like this. So their whole video was mainly about getting this... Skywalker Legacy lightsaber set. It's it, it two, I, I guess, two lightsabers for Leia and uh, reforged Skywalker hilt. I don't know what any of this is. I know what a lightsaber is, obviously. Uh, and trust me, I would I would be the first in line to get one if they were real, because it would be a real weapon, and that would be a, it would be a cool weapon, honestly. But you're getting nothing. You're not buying anything really. And it's almost $400, which if you think about it, if you think about it, it's a very good investment because the dollar is going to shit. The Biden administration is printing money nonstop. The stock market doesn't make sense to me right now. Crypto makes more sense to me than the stock market because they released the jobs report, which is 200,000 people and they were projecting a million people and the stock market goes up. So nothing makes sense anymore. So it's, you know, put your money in crypto and I guess put your money in lightsabers because it seems like it's a good investment. That's only going to go up, you guys. That's only going to go up. And it would it's dumb it would be dumb to keep your dollar, your money in the bank because you're you're being taxed every day. The Federal Reserve prints money every day and you're being taxed every day. It's called the inflation tax. So either buy crypto or buy a lightsaber. That's my advice to you. So they went shopping for May 4th. 
and we're going to watch this video. So I edited it down from around 46 minutes to, I think, 12 or 13 minutes. And and I'm sorry I'm going to put you through this again. And it's a sequel to last week's episode, but I got to. Because they went back to Disney five days after they were there. Today is May 4th, which is the official Star Wars holiday. So we're here on planet on Batuu to see what is new. Here there's a new legacy lightsaber. There's a new lightsaber, you guys. We're yeah. so excited. I we're so excited. So again, you know, last week I said do a shot every time they say the magic is back. Do a shot every time they say I'm so excited. Again, people who are excited don't have to be vocal about it all the time. And also, as an adult, there's very few instances where you're genuinely excited for something to, to that extent where you say, I'm so excited. So I don't believe it. It's like the other guy in last week's video who who laughed nervously after everything like, oh, there's Mickey <laughs> or what, you know, it's not a real laugh. It's like a nervous tick. And um, the thing that they said in the official Star Wars holiday, this this is pretty on point, actually, because when you start to idolize brands and corporations, it, those brands and corporations to be relevant in your life and to be in your life, they have to create these things. They have to create their fake holidays and they have to create their fake uh, special occasions like when a new product launches because it's um, it, it, it's meant to replace religion. And these people clearly abandoned religion and clearly abandoned traditions and replaced it with whatever their corporate overlords have said is their new tradition. So May 4th is their new tradition. It basically started as a meme May the 4th be with you. That started as a meme. It's not like Star Wars invented it and then Disney invented it. They overtook it. They saw that it was a meme and they saw that it was an effective meme. And they're like, oh, this is a holiday now and you're going to celebrate it like a good person. Now, I, I this is a very unfortunate place I paused at. Uh, he went into a store and uh, this is him. He couldn't obviously he couldn't film the store. So he's filming the ground and we have to look at his foot. Because this man child is not ashamed of his of his as, look as a man, you should not wear flip flops ever. You should not wear sandals ever. Even when I go to the beach, I go barefoot to the beach, um, because I'm gonna go in the ocean, or I'm wearing Vans and then I take them off and then I go into the ocean. But you should not own flip flops. You should not own sandals or open-toed shoes or anything like that as a man this is it's 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 um again it's part of being stuck in a in a state of adolescence it's a uh, schleppy it's unbecoming it's uncouth and we got to stare at his foot for a little bit i'm sorry well i'm gonna want one of the lightsabers okay but it's worth it i'm so excited to open it yeah we gotta there's a there, there's that word again excited in galaxy's edge yes oh another thing they're really into playing with the cast members and again cast members is employee of disney that's all you are you're an employee of disney you're earning minimum wage you're not a cast member you're not in a movie you're you're playing pretend and it's for the kids it really is for the kids so the kids can immerse themselves and feel like oh they're on planet batu what i don't even know what that is I, i'm a, it is something in star wars i just don't really know what it is i don't know what characters live on planet batu but they clearly do, and they're very, very into playing pretend with the cast members. 
for these custom May the 4th be with you masks. One for Kitra and one for Peter. One for Kitra with an Ewok and one for Peter with R2-D2. So, so they, um, they, they didn't buy this. They have fans. They walk around in Disney and they have fans. These losers in Disney um, go there all the time. It's not just them. There are losers who just go there all the time. And they know who these people... These people are Brad Pitt and whoever Brad Pitt is married to, to those losers. So they, they, their friends, their loser friends made them these May the 4th Be With You masks. And she's gonna, she's about to say they're so cute. And I'm going to tell you what that means in a second as well. So cute! So in honor of May the 4th, they had a merchandising event over at the old ESPN zone in downtown Disney. And we went over there before we went to Batu to see what kind of merchandise they had. And they had a bunch of stuff celebrating May the 4th. They had a t-shirt, they had a hat, they had a water jug, they had a bunch of stuff promoting the new Bad Batch TV show. The event, I think, is the new Legacy Lightsaber. I actually didn't even go inside with Peter because it's one person per reservation. So I waited outside and I didn't even look online to see what the stuff was. So I literally have no idea what this looks like. It looks like a lightsaber. You know what it looks like. You literally do know what it looks like. And um, that's what these people do. They just go shopping. They are constantly shopping to fill the void that's in their heart. You know how you really fill the void in your heart? And, and you know... I'm not a religious person, but that's a good way to do it. You become part of a real community, not a corporatized community, but a community that's been passed down through generation after generation after generation. It's been passed down and preserved and not bastardized. That's that's a really good way. And then within that world, within like the religious world, you're going to be influenced to have babies, get married, have babies. And build a family and, and build a strong foundation for them and raise them with honor and dignity and uh, not like children. And you impart your wisdom onto them. And you build this, this really good cocoon of, of um, stability and love, like real love. Not this corporatized love, but real love. Not superfluous love, but real love. And and uh, they they don't have that. All this is all this relationship is is two people lost people who found each other and can continue being lost with one another, and uh, and live a pointless, meaningless life. A lot of people, a lot of doomers, like to point out and say uh, there is no point to life. There is no meaning of life, and that might be true for you, but you have to give your life meaning you have to choose the right path which will which the end result will be um, a meaningful life filled with a lot of true happiness and love and all of that and you can't do that by living whatever life corporations want you to live and doing whatever they want you to do and it's the same thing with how liberals are obsessed with people like dr fauci and bill gates and they revere those types of people who um, are powerful and have power over them. Those are government and those are people within the government who have power over you or like revere Obama and whatever politician, even people on the right who revere Trump to that extent. It's not healthy. You shouldn't put people that up that high up on a pedestal.
it should be either God or family or both. And that's what it should be. But uh, because the, re the, the, the alternative is this. You know, so freaking excited. This box is gorgeous. Yeah, it's wooden. It has arabesque all over it. Yeah, People tell me what it says. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> let us know in the comments below. Yeah, please let us know. But it's like, it feels like good quality. You know what I mean? You know what this reminds me of? What? It reminds me of that box that Ray finds at Maz's castle. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. This is really, really cool. Okay, open oh, it up. I know, enough talking. You know what I've always wondered? with the, these kinds of people it's it's when you buy the thing um like i said it doesn't fill that void in your heart and and i wonder if they really think that deeply enough to to realize that or to think about those things but once you buy the thing and you open it up what happens after you think about the next thing to buy that's what happens and it's this vicious cycle. It's a never-ending cycle of consumption. So you constantly have to think about the next thing you want to buy and consume. But, like, this, to me, is... We like, it, what is it really doing? I, I never understood that with collectors. Like, the reason why I want to interview a Funko Pop person is I want to talk to that person about their consumption problem. I want to go get to the root of it and, and try to go into their mind and figure out why this is a thing for an adult to do. You can't compare it to something like a coin collector, someone who's old and collects coins or stamps or whatever, because there's real history, rich history behind those things. And those things actually have intrinsic value because they are part of history. Something like Funko Pops or Star Wars memorabilia really isn't. It's, um, it's, sh it's cheap, shitty shit made in China. And then they do these things like it's one it's one out of three thousand, yeah. But you're gonna keep making these things. You know what I mean? Like so they're gonna make just one with a different color, and e idiots like this will buy it. Like I think they made three thousand of these lightsabers, and uh, and, and they charge almost four hundred bucks. That's over a million dollars. That's over a million dollars, and these people don't really think about that. So like, what happens after you open it? When I buy something. For instance, I haven't played hockey in a year, but I would spend a lot of money on equipment, but that's I used that stuff. It's not like I was collecting hockey equipment. I didn't want a puck to hit me in the head, and I didn't want to die. So I wanted to play the game, and I didn't want to die, so that's why I spent money on those things, but I didn't really collect anything like that. When you're young and you don't have an identity, that's when you're, you, you're susceptible to care, caring about how you dress uh, meaning you have to have the updated thing all the time. You have to have the new Supreme shoes. You have to have the the new whatever. Like there was a store called Kid Robot when I was in my teens and I would buy Kid Robot stuff and collect it. But you grow out of that because you realize it's pointless. It's a waste of money and it doesn't bring real joy into your life. So this is not real joy. Oh my God, I'm like so excited right now. There's that word again, excited. She's so excited. Doesn't she realize that loses meaning? When you keep using it for consumption, it loses its meaning. It's not really a real word to you anymore. Oh. <gasps> Listen. Can you hear it? Yeah. All right. I'm going to fast forward because it's, it's just on and on and on about this lightsaber. 
and and like oh we have two it's uh it's we have one of these already at home and and we're gonna give away that one that's what's happening let's hear what she has to say wanting it and then they're just kind of like okay new lightsaber yeah we've been working on it this whole time here it is but oh, this is beautiful peter look at it and i like how it's the the thin up here kind of like Luke's saber. Yes, it's so gorgeous. And down there, that almost reminds me of Kylo. So like it has a little bit of like her son Oh yeah, bend. it has like the grip on there. And it has Luke, her brother. But do you notice like this is kind of like pearly, yeah. like iridescent right there. I've heard the gold is kind of supposed to be a touch of Alderaan. Yes, yes. I heard that too. I heard that the, the silver is a touch of uh, typhoid. Typhoid, that's a planet, I think, in Star Wars. And the grip is more of like a, a Chewbacca kind of grip as opposed to like a, a, a what's it, a Queequeg grip, you know? And uh, uh, Mrs. Haversham, it's, a, it's more of like a Mrs. Haversham kind of uh grip color combo you know, I, I, you guys don't get it you guys aren't really into this as much as i am you guys don't get it but you know what i heard that's what i heard though at least wait 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 sorry i was fast forwarding i re I, I fucked up let's see oh yeah that was a star wars thing oh the grip the grip and all the colors and oh here's the one we have at home what should we do with it now we have two of them what should we do should we give one away i <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I knew they were gonna say that, but like I really stopped at the right time, and uh, that's how much I ha I'm hate watching these people now. I'm it's like a train wreck. I'm 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 really fascinated by people like this, and I I want this to maybe be a regular thing on this show, where it's not necessarily like I pick on them all the time, but I do like I want to interview a Funko Pop person. What I don't understand is this this top part is so thin it can't fit a blade. And it's, the Luke Skywalker one had like a replacement one so that looks cool. And then it had one that was thicker if you actually wanted to put a blade in. But it, I don't see, in here, I don't see any... Why would you want to put a blade? Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go play Star Wars with your friends after school? I, I, this is, this is deranged to me. These people are deranged. And then, and then they talk about their, their things that they bought. Oh, awesome! Star Tours Wishables! This is so cool! Yeah, so they have Rex, they have the Star Speeder, C-3PO, and then a Stormtrooper. Oh my god. So they're gonna go through all the stuff they bought, and, and what I want you to do is try to do the math. Try to do the math of how much they spent at Disney that day, and then also consider the, the price of entry, the the food that they ate because they did eat a lot of food again they always do that and i i, I didn't put that in there because it's very boring it's very mundane the, the stuff that they put in 46 minutes it's not like it's a tight 46 minutes of really interesting content it's just it's just them eating and talking about stupid shit and buying stuff and maybe going on rides a few times but try to do the math of how much they spent hope we get rex or the vehicle yeah, i'll be happy with any of them yeah but so i guess what's in there is like a plush thing and you don't know which one it is and and uh, it's a surprise you know surprises are cool when you're a kid when you're an adult i mean surprises shouldn't really matter surprises when you're an adult is 
holy fuck, that person just died? That My friend just died? How did they, an overdose? That's a surprise when you're an adult. Surprises are not good when you're an adult. When you're a kid, they're fine. It's fine to be to, to, to be excited about surprises and prizes. As an adult, you shouldn't care about that stuff. This stuff is garbage. You're buying, you're, by the way, each of these thingies are $25 because you're price gouged in Disney. And it's just a stupid plushed animal, stuffed animal thing. You know Kitrin are mystery boxes. Wow, I didn't even know that this was coming out. That's so fun. By the way, there's a chase. What's There's that a Star Speeder that's the old Star Speeder. Oh. The one from the original Star Tours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yes>! oh, so <laughs> cute! <laughs> um, this is another thing she says, and, and I, I want to touch on this because I, I, I missed it last week. And I didn't, on the Disney episode, I didn't touch on it. But it, it hit me when I was watching this. When she talks about these inanimate objects and she labels them as so cute these things are designed to look cute they have the big eyes they they're like tiny and they look like baby versions of the 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 characters and that's what baby yoda is too if you think about the whole baby yoda phenomenon it was a brilliant stroke of marketing from disney to create baby yoda and all of these things because it taps into the misplaced motherhood in the minds of these women who are living at, in a perpetual state of adolescence. Now, let me say that again. This is all. This all stems from misplaced motherhood. The big eyes and the cute features and all that. You know what that is? That's a fucking baby. That's what babies look like. And those are actually cute. They're real. You get to see them grow up. You get to uh, nurture them and impart your wisdom on them and make better versions of yourself through babies and through motherhood it's the most important job in the world feminism has completely destroyed all meaning of motherhood over mother's day this weekend i had various friends on instagram uh congratulate their girlfriends because they refuse to put a ring on it on on their on mother's day they don't have kids they have dogs they have dogs dog mom happy mother's day to the best dog mom out there yeah, that you're shitting on motherhood. Again, it is the most important job in the world. And and this whole thing that feminists have done, which is destroy motherhood to the point of it's not really even that big of an issue anymore. Like, it's not that important anymore. You can have your cake and eat it too. You can have your kid, send him to daycare, have a third worlder, raise him, and you can go back to your very important job. Being a mom is the most important job. You're creating the next Steve Jobs. You're not necessarily the next Steve Jobs, but you're nurturing the next one. That's insane. I mean, it's actually insane that Steve Jobs was Steve Jobs considering he was given up for adoption, but uh, a loving person, family, did raise him. And that's what this is. This, oh my God, it's so cute. Oh my God, baby Yoda is so cute. It's misplaced motherhood. The marketers know what they're doing. They didn't do this by accident. They know exactly what they're doing. It's been focus group, focus tested, all that, whatever you want to call it. And it's by design. They know people aren't having kids anymore. They know that there's a market for these sorts of products and characters because there's millions of women who are being dated to death. They're being dated until they their eggs are all dried up and no one's marrying them. No one's putting a baby in them. 
And it's not necessarily the fault of the feminist. It's not necessarily the fault of the average female. What it is, it's the fault of the average man who refuses to grow up as well. Women like authority. Women like assertiveness. And men refuse to be assertive anymore. They are like this guy who refuses to grow up. And this is a major problem our country is facing culturally because it's how the, uh, the, the elites can get away with what they're getting away with. It's how you can believe the New York Times when they say the, there is no gas shortage. The hack is not that big of a deal. Are you kidding me? Any hack to that magnitude is a very, very big deal. And our intelligence community is completely woke and non-existent. But you know what? At least you can invest in a new lightsaber and go to Disney and spend, you know, a grand or two every time you're there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at that little face. <laughs> He's cute. That's oh, look so at the cute. stars in his eyes. Yeah. Okay, guess what? What? I got you more. <laughs> because I knew that, like, we, we need to get wrapped. I know. How many did you get? I can't tell you. That's the bread we're looking for. How amazing is that? Yeah. Awesome. How, How is that amazing? I think Louis C.K. has a joke about the word amazing. If I'm not mis I can't remember it, so I'm not gonna try to but I'm not gonna try to remember it and butcher it. But uh most things people think are amazing are not amazing. That word ha has lost all its meaning as well. And um it's it's really a shame what's happening because it's it's almost like people aren't curious enough to to go out and and and, and explore anymore this to them is ex, exp, exploring this is like a an adventure to them and i don't know it's it's actually very depressing if you think about it like i i watch these vid videos and i'm not laughing at them i'm ashamed that they exist Cute. Wow. Last one. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at that little, look at that little face. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> you got three good ones. Yeah. Awesome. The two I wanted was the ship and Rex. So. Yeah, I basically wanted any of them but the Stormtrooper. I mean, I would have been happy with it, but yeah. awesome. Look at them all. Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah, they're so cute. A guy shouldn't talk like that unless it's about his baby or a friend's baby or something like that. Maybe even a dog, not toys. That's the one I really wanted. I was hoping we would get it and we got it. Okay, cool. And then what? You got the lightsaber, you got these toys, and then what? Are you going to just keep buying and buying and buying? When does it end? What's the end goal? I, I want to know what the end goal is. Like the Funko Pop people. What's the end goal? When when are you fulfilled? When are you happy? You know how you easily can be fulfilled? You get the family. You you have your God. You get the family. You have the kids. Um, and you work hard. Manual labor, maybe. You're so tired at the end of the day that you just feel so fulfilled that you earned your sleep. You even earned your TV time. You earned the time you get to just sit out in front of the TV and just watch for a half an hour. And and that's how you can feel fulfilled. You know, when you when you enjoy a little bit, when you get to splurge a little bit, 
And that's like watching TV and, and nonsense because you, you had such a hard day. Their whole life is splurging. Oh my God, I'm so happy we got three different ones. Okay, I got you something else too. Oh, they came out with a new mug? They came out with a new mug? Imagine caring about that. I can't. I really can't. And he just kept on buying her and buying her stuff. Put a ring on it and make a baby. I think she'd be happier with that. Maybe not because she's a child. And that'd be, that'd be, um, that'd be pedophilia. Their relationship is pedophilia. Yeah, so we have the Been There series of mugs. Yes. There's three of them. We've shown you on this channel, and now they've come out with some new ones. Ooh, Tatooine. We have Luke on there, some Jawas, C-3PO, Obi-Wan. Oh my gosh, it says, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope with the hologram. Oh, and then of course, you have Greedo and Han Solo. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. This is a good one. It's amazing. It's amazing, but wait, there's more. This is like Oprah. This is like shitty Oprah, where she gives that, that episode where she used to give people presents. This is like that, but shittier. That one, I think, is the one that you would be least excited for. How many did you get? I got two more. Oh my God, this is like my birthday. <laughs> you know what? Since every day is like her birthday, her birthday should just be sitting quiet maybe reading a book no presents no cake nothing because every day of her life is cake and presents oh my god oh, holy crap oh my god batu yeah i didn't think they would make one for batu but how oh. cool is that i didn't think they would make one for batu but how cool is that that's what's occupying your mind i didn't think that they would make a mug of a fake place that doesn't exist in real life. I didn't think, I wonder if they're gonna, I, we have all these mugs of all these fake places. I wonder if they're gonna make one of the other fake thing. You know what, they probably won't. They don't want our money. They, they, don't, they don't want, um, they don't need to make more merch. You know, I noticed every time they, they went to a store, they're like, and here's the new t-shirts that came, they came out with. Yeah, they're, they're gonna keep doing that. It's not like this is, it's not like they're making this for your health. And, and, uh, they're like, they're making this to sell you as much shit as possible. So they're going to make like the weirdest stuff. They're going to milk Star Wars to death. That's what they're supposed, that's their business model. That's what they're supposed to do. Wow. So oh. Ray and Chewie, they got the Falcon. You have the like Black Spire symbol. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at it. Vi is on there. Doc Ondar, DJ Rex. Oh my God, Kylo, a lock cat. This is amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Wow. I'm so glad we got that. Holy crap. Now that one might not even be the one that you're most excited for. The only thing that I could think that I'd be more excited for is Endor. Yeah, like that's probably the last one we didn't get, the Endor one. Ask me what Endor is. I, there, I can't even fake it like I knew what it was. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one I, I, you know, I wanted. We didn't, we don't have that one. Um, I wonder if the next one I'm going to get is Endor. I'm, I, you know what? Probably it is because we have all the other ones, but if it is Endor, I'm still going to act surprised. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. Have you ever said that unironically?
have you ever said that unironically like like where you you would even remember it to this day you probably unironically you said it 10 years ago and it was really the best day of your life so you actually can remember you can sit back and 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 reminisce about the best day of your life yeah it was 10 years ago to this day that my wife gave birth to our firstborn that was the, the best day of my life yeah i love my second kid and my third kid and my fourth i love them all the same but nothing can take away the feeling of the firstborn because i never felt that before and that was the first time i ever felt that that was the first time i ever really felt love for something that was so new that would be the best day of your life that would be the day you can remember till the day you die. Do you think she's going to remember this day where she got the Endor mug till the day she dies? On her deathbed, is she going to be like, May 4th, 2021. I remember it because it was our holiday, May 4th, 2021. Uh, I got the Endor mug. And, and, and that day, that day didn't only shift my worldview, you know, how I just see humanity on its own, but... It made me whole as a person. That mug totally shifted the trajectory of my whole life, my whole being. Everything I thought was true up until that moment was false. When that moment occurred in my life, when I opened that box and I got the Endor mug, I knew that my life was a lie. And I wasn't even mad about it. I wasn't mad that my life was a lie because I still experienced those things. And... And I was able to shift everything and become a whole different person and a whole person, someone that is completely fulfilled because I got the Endor mug on May 4th, 2021. And that is why that day is the best day of my life. And nothing can ever top it. Nothing can ever top May 4th, 2021 Endor mug. I got it. And I am happy. Finally, and this is the happiest day of my life. Peter, it was the first day I met you. It was the day I realized I loved you. But but it was topped by the Endor mug. Because even you must know you can't compete with the Endor mug. Hence why you bought it for me on George Lucas's day. The day of our Lord George Lucas, May 4th, 2021. <laughs> wow, look at the colors of this one. Green. <gasps> Wicket. Oh, this is great. Oh, look at it. And have like their little their little village. And you have Leia in my favorite Leia outfit. How freaking cool is this? <laughs> yeah, so I, I assume that these might be on Shop Disney or something. Yeah, I think eventually or maybe even like starting today, they're probably on sale, right? Yeah. And also the like the wishables is, uh, are probably going to be available everywhere. I think it's only the lightsaber that's limited. Yeah. Right. Well, they also have the t-shirts. The, the t-shirts are limited. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. How exciting. Okay. How exciting. How exciting. Unironically, I'm excited about everything because I'm completely retarded. To get to our reservation of Rise of the Resistance. If you want the best seat for this ride, stand right up here with Lieutenant Beck. I think people don't want to be here, but... Okay, they're on the ride. They were on four or five days before that when they filmed themselves at Disney going on that ride. And I was shitting on that because as an adult, it's not... This is not... Shouldn't be interesting. There's... There's... um. 
there's what's it called? It's a it's a preset thing. It's there's nothing there's no surprise. So I get it as an adult, maybe going on a ride one time. Oh, you like the movie? I get it. You you went on the ride, and I get it if you if you if you haven't been to Disney in five years or ten years, and you're like, oh, let's go do that thing we did five ten years ago. They did it five days ago, and they're back on it. They literally did this same thing five days ago. And the thing about rides, it's it's always the same. It's the same over and over and over again. But because they're retarded, it's a, it's always a surprise. It's like being a goldfish. You're in a bowl, and you go to that one side, and you're like, holy shit, this is new. I've never been here before. And then you go to the other side, and you're like, holy shit, this is new. I've never been here before. And then you go to the other side that you were just at 15 seconds ago, and you go, holy shit, this is new. I've never been here before. They're goldfish. They're retarded goldfish. They're not even normal goldfish. They're retarded goldfish. Like there's like a little plexiglass, like, looks like a little tone booth. This is where you want to be. Propulsors and hold on, recruits. All ships launch. I have a bad feeling about this. That's the first time I've seen them use that speaker system. That's scary. That's scary. Oh, the speaker system. They usually don't say it with that, but it has more authority to it. It makes it more real. It makes it more menacing. And I was scared to the core. Why? They can't touch you. They, they're, they're, they're cast members. They're cast members. They're supposed to be there for your entertainment. The cast members at Disney are like, strippers without the nudity i know that i have some lightsabers and mugs and wishables in here i think he wants your wishables no, i think he wants my lightsabers he just doesn't want to admit it <laughs> let's fast forward let's see oh yeah another cute thing this morning and he is remote control he can you can make like his head moves around yeah so they're back at a gift shop this is I think the third one of the day, and uh, did they buy anything? I don't know, but they're, they're, they they were there for a long time. Remember when Rise of Skywalker came out, everybody was asking, why don't they have Dio-style droids here? It is a lot smaller. It like, is. is that the scale of... I mean... I guess maybe it is. Compared to R2? Yeah, or no. It looks a little big. It is very cute, I will say that. <laughs> very cute. Misplaced motherhood. Oh my god, he's so cute. He's so cute. Misplaced motherhood. Her ovaries are dying. Her eggs are dying, I mean. Her, it's all dying. The whole ecosystem of her, of her femininity, it's all dying. And she's putting it into things and stuff and Disney and Star Wars. Depot, they have a bunch of wind-up toys. And they have just added to the lineup a new Dio wind-up toy. That's... Oh, they ran into their friend who who has an unofficial lightsaber, but it's really cool, and they're very jealous. Listen to the noises. I like how you see the flickering inside there. This is the legacy lightsaber that we need. We need it. And that's another word that that when an adult, you a real adult, when they use it, it's like we need more bullets. The price of ammunition is going up. We don't know where this country's going, and we should have. We need more bullets for. Our protection, not only that, but they never lose value. And in, in, in a broken down society, it might be good to have as, as, as a currency, a form of currency. 
or we need to buy Bitcoin because the dollar is going to shit and we think that Bitcoin is going to go through the roof and it's there to protect us. Um, children use the word need and it, without knowing what it really means. Children use the word need for lightsabers. We need that. Take my money. Careful, she's a Sith Lord in disguise. You can actually see the kyber crystal inside it. This is, again, this is not a Disney-approved legacy saber. This is some one of those other companies. I can't tell it's not Disney-approved, but it's still cool in my book. And it has one of those legacy crystals inside. It's a piece of plastic, bro. It's not a crystal. It's, it's a piece of plastic. It doesn't really work. I'd totally be in favor of buying a lightsaber if it was real and it could chop someone in half that would pretty that'd be pretty cool how good it just feels to be back in batu surrounded by so many star wars geeks geeks to have the lightsabers like that <laughs> all that shopping got me tired it got me thirsty and i thought to myself what would be better than a toydaria swirl this is a drink that they introduced when rise of the resistance first came out and i don't think we've had it since then yeah, when they reopened Disneyland, it was not on the menu at the milk It stand. was not on the menu, and I was devastated, but they brought it back today, and I think from today on, they're going to keep it on the menu. I asked the lady working there, and she... It's like colorful milk with chunks of mango. It's really gross. And um, it's like when you let a, a child pick what's for dinner, and they go, candy, I want cotton candy, and all the and ice cream and candy, and they're like, fine, I guess... Uh, Guess we got to do it. It's you know they're the boss. They're children. They 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 just eat candy and cake and all the tasty things. And the way they describe it, it's kind of cute because it's like it's like um they are these food critics or even like a stupid person on Yelp who decides to waste their time and write reviews on Yelp and they try to use fancy words to describe the Caesar salad at Houston's or whatever. <laughs> and uh and listen how they describe this. They try to they try to be sophisticated about it. Said she thinks they're going to keep it on the menu. So, I would come and get it if you've never tried it because they could take it off the menu at any second. So, this is actually just the green milk which you know that I love mixed with savory lime seasoning and mango jelly. I remember really liking it last time, and I think you did too in the beginning. And then towards the end of it, you're like, okay, I don't like this anymore. I got to the mango chunks, and it like looks really unappetizing. Too much for you? Yeah. But I feel like this is so fun. Like this. Looking, this looks sure. like Star Wars to me. This is so much better than I remember. It has the lime seasoning on top, which makes it a little bit sour. It's sour mixed with the like earthy, floral green milk flavor and I earthy floral green milk flavor I guess that's a good place to end this there was a minute left but it's just more of this nonsense and I I, I think I added I definitely added to the Disney thing I was talking about and like I said I I, I maybe want to do this as like a series of of things I talk about like the the children who refuse to grow up and then like I want to do on on collectors and all that. I want to I think I I think I want to explore this more and go down the rabbit hole more and force you guys to come with me. But on that note, the the podcast is over. Star Wars Losers is over. And that's where it's at. If you have a kid 
steer them clear away from Star Wars, steer them clear away from Disney, and you might be fine. But it's very hard. It's very hard to combat culture right now. Forget politics. Forget whatever politician is saying whatever. It, it, it's worse than that. The culture is diseased. And we really got to be on top of this stuff. Especially if you have kids because that's who they're targeting. They're targeting your kid to have them hooked for the rest of their lives. It's like when you see any protest. It doesn't matter. Let's just use a feminist protest as an example. If you look at the 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 cardboard, the the what's it called? The signs people hold up. A lot of it is is references to Star Wars. A lot of it is references to Harry Potter and and all of that all of that because those are that's the only frame of reference people have anymore. No one really reads anymore. No one really consumes anything outside of whatever popular culture is pushing on people. So you might think that it's harmless and you might think that that the you know if your kid likes um Dua Lipa or the girl with the green hair or whatever whatever her name is, you might think that that's okay and 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 that it's not really going to affect anything especially if you have a Christian household and you go to church and all that. Those people and th- these companies have way more influence over your child than you may think. And it's dangerous. And that is like the best outcome, actually. Those two people, they are in a monogamous, I'm assuming, hetero relationship. And they're not trans. So that's like the best outcome you can get if you let corporate America raise your kids. If you let the entertainment industry raise your kids. Because it gets worse than that. And I want to go down that rabbit hole. But on that note, that's the end of the podcast. I do want to end with something pretty gruesome. You do not have to watch it, and that's why I put it in the end. But there was a knife fight, not with lightsabers. It was with real knives and machetes, and it wasn't Muslims. It was two Englishmen, two white Englishmen who who were settling their differences by stabbing each other. And this was going viral all over Twitter a few days ago. And what very few people fail to recognize and, and, and comment about it is the fact that people used to settle their differences through fighting, fist to fist, just fighting. And it wasn't this sort of thing where it was one against one and then the guy's friends, if if the one guy was losing, his friends would all jump the other guy and basically uh, beat him up to, to very near death. Uh, it used to just be one-on-one fights. And then after that, you might have more respect for one another. Even if whatever the differences you had with each other, the fact that you solved your differences as men through through fisticuffs and fighting. And uh, it, it, it's a thing that, that when you destroy masculinity and you start calling everything toxic masculinity, um, it's a thing that kind of went with the past. And it's it's actually kind of sad because... A lot of people don't realize that when men shit on each other, when we call each other fags and we just make fun of each other and rip on each other, it's very different than how women do it. So women, when they shit on each other, it's they do this weird thing where they'll give each other compliments to their face and then behind their backs, they'll talk shit about each other to their friends. And it's it's like the to the extreme. It's like really, really mean stuff the way women do it. What men do is we'll shit on each other and call each other fags, 
playfully and we create a bond like that. And then if we have a difference with, with one another, we just fight it out. That's how it used to be. But now, since that's been stamped stamped out and the feminists have completely taken over and masculinity is mostly dead, um, there is no more honor or like code with one another. There is nothing like that anymore. So the few times where people will fight, they're going to do it to the death. It, it, it went... It went ugly very quick, you know, zero to 100 real quick. And 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 um, I guess that's where I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it with this fight. I guess I'm not going to talk over it. I'm just going to let this play out. Keep in mind everything I just said. And when you stamp out masculinity uh, and, and you stamp out, like, dudes fighting each other, I guess this is what replaces it. And I guess this is really what toxic masculinity is. Yeah. 